Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Mm, it's such a beautiful day. I have to have my first uh, sip of tea. I haven't yet. So today marks the first day of school in my hometown for virtual academy and in uh, school, in-person school. Uh, we're still going through some coronavirus um, large numbers. So the schools have offered the virtual academy to the students and my two children are taking advantage of that. So they get to be homeschooled again. So exciting. We have such a great structure in my home. So it's we're set up for success. And uh, they've got, the, we spent all day yesterday getting them all set up in their classrooms, everything, going through instructions. Their teachers sent PowerPoints and I love, I love PowerPoints. They're fun to make and they're fun to read. And so we went through everything and it was just exciting, you guys, to prepare them for the first day of school. It's so exciting to prepare them for this next year now they're gonna be challenged yet again to grow my daughter is a freshman um, my youngest is uh, he's in sixth grade and I'm just so happy for them my daughter's been up since five o'clock I don't know she's kind of crazy like that sometimes huh I wonder if she heard my alarm another beautiful thing you guys and I want to um, I'm gonna bring this up is uh, Oh, I had an old uh, diamond ring that I bought about five years ago. It wasn't old. I love this ring. I selfishly bought this ring. And in the course of my journey with God, I realized that I, I had to let it go because of the reason that I bought it was very selfish. But I ended up giving it to my daughter as a covenant ring. And you guys, so exciting for me. Um, for those of you who don't know what a covenant ring is, a covenant is an agreement. It's about a bond that's binding with God um, yourself. It's a commitment with God and yourself. So my daughter now has her very first diamond ring given to her by God and I. And it's a covenant that she will value and cherish herself and hold herself sacred, her body, everything, until God deems a man worthy enough to be with her and give her wings to her dreams. And it was an amazing moment to be able to explain to my daughter what this meant. And she's putting on the ring and she's just so excited. She goes, yes! I agree and I was like it's just that easy so you guys I share that because even though it sounds very old-fashioned by leading an example my daughter the the way a woman should be it made it easier for her to say yes but we have to and you guys, a pre-warning, my children are preparing for school. So they might pop in, there might be sarcastic comments. Who knows what comes out of my children in the morning? A tongue, um, the 
face so anyway so it was such a beautiful thing and you guys it's up to us parents to teach our children by example how to be like to be able to teach my daughter what a covenant is um and have a symbol of representation with it I was just it's such a beautiful thing it's so embedded in her now and I'm just I'm so excited and I share that because I hope that this inspires other parents to see how we have to raise up children to value themselves I was never raised to value myself and now that I I'm leaning on to God to show me how I want to share the ways that he's showing me how. So this is such a beautiful moment with my daughter. She will always look at this ring like not only did my mother give it, but I have an agreement with God because she, you know, she knows God's real um, with all the things he's done in our life. So yes, you guys, first day of school, I'm sure everywhere, everywhere, where, where, where worldwide is the first day of school or this week or into next week so you guys prepare our children with happiness and excitement prepare them not in fear and frenzy like so many us get frenzy like we need to get all these things for our children to prepare them that we forget to show them how to enjoy like it's a new year it's so exciting so exciting and i'm excited for them <laughs> <laughs> so my daughter's over there making faces down the hall she knows she knows how to make me laugh so you guys today's daily bread is called terrible and beautiful things and the verse comes from psalm chapter 57 verse 8 what fitting psalm is the beautiful terrible things you know it's it's the highs and lows of david Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lar. I will awaken the dawn. That's so beautiful. Like, just when you cry out to wake up. Like, when I look back, I realize I was very dead, emotionally dead and numb in this world. And now, like, I feel so, I feel emotions so instantaneously. Like, last night I was laying awake and I couldn't sleep. And I was just laying there reflecting on some things in my life. And um, there was just some moments I recalled and I just started crying out of love. And it was a good cry. And I was just like, thank you God for giving me emotions to feel. It feels good to feel loving emotions, so loving that I'm in tears over it. What a beautiful thing. Fear can leave us frozen. We know all the reasons to be afraid. Everything that hurt us in the past, everything that could easily do so again. Ha! Huh. So God specifically picked me to read this one for a reason. Because I struggle with this. I struggle with fear because of the things in my past that have broken me or tried to break me. I now move like very fearfully and I'm trying to let those things go and allow God to do what he knows is best for me but it's so hard so sometimes we're stuck unable to go back to afraid to move forward I just can't do it I'm not smart enough strong enough or brave enough to handle being hurt like that again you guys I've said these same exact words I can't do it. And I do. I remain complacent. I literally sit down and I go, I can't move another foot. I just can't do it. And I've cried so much this summer, so much over going forward. 
It was so fearful for me going into the unknown spiritually with God. Thank God he carried me. I'm captivated by how Arthur Frederick describes God's grace. It's like a gentle voice that says, here is the world. Terrible and beautiful things will happen. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Terrible things will happen. In our world, hurting people hurt other people, often terribly. Like the psalmist David, we carry our own stories when evil surrounds us, when like ravenous beasts, others wounds us. Others wound us, and so we grieve, we cry out. But because God is with us, beautiful things can happen too. As we run to Him with our hurts and our fears, we find ourselves carried by love far greater than anyone's power to harm us. A love so deep it fills the sky even when disaster rages around us. His love is a solid refuge where our hearts find healing. Mm. Until one day we find ourselves awakening to a renewed courage, ready to greet the day with the song of his faithfulness. Oh God, you're speaking to me. I love you. Thank you. Amen. What a beautiful thing God has done in your life. What are you hoping for? Healer and redeemer, thank you for holding us and healing us with your endless love. Help us find your love and the courage to follow you and share your love for those around you. Amen, you guys. This is so beautiful. And God is truly speaking to me through this because I've really come over a major hurdle in my life of fear. And it took going to Fargo and really realizing how much I loved my hometown that I'm not so afraid. Like, I really just, I'm becoming brave and I'm letting God make me brave. But it is scary. It is very scary because when you come from trauma, suffering, and pain, abuse, broken relationships, you then carry that brokenness until you heal from it. And if you never face it and never deal with it and you sweep it underneath and you sweep all those emotions underneath the rug, like you just bury it and you go, I don't, you recognize it. Yeah, it was painful, but you never actually allow yourself to feel it. You're just burying it down with deep and that will still reside in you. And it's like a little toxic weed or a seed that starts to grow and build inside of you. And one day it blows up. So things like that. When they grow in a person, those toxic um, pain, suffering, and trauma, just as they had started to grow in me, I started to reflect those out to the people around me because I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't believe in God at the time. I didn't know how to talk to a counselor. I didn't know how to talk about things. I thought I was just a really bad person and to, to have all these things inside of me. And I thought if I just kept it all in, it would go away and I could handle it. And I remember the first time I actually started telling a counselor some things here in town. And I was, I crumbled, like I crumbled. They had to take me into a counselor. I was just falling apart. And I started telling her some of the deep things I did. And she looked at me and she goes, it's all right. You're still a good person. And I was like, but I did these things. And it was then that I started to realize that we had to let these things out. Like it was, it was consuming me so much. And because it was consuming me, I in return was hurting people on the outside and I didn't even realize it. I hurt people during my addiction. I attacked them. I said nasty things. I was just a really toxic person. And even 
after the uh, my actual addiction, I was still very broken. So my perception of the world was fearful and scary. And so that's how I treated people. So when we operate from our broken filter, you know, your vision of the world is negative. Like you're scared, you're fearful because somebody might hurt you. You're operating from that broken heart inside of you. You haven't healed and you have to do the proper things to heal, which requires counseling, going to God, God first and foremost. But if you just don't believe in God, at least go to a counselor. I mean, I at least took that step and you have to fully participate and you have to let those things out. When you start letting them out little bit by little, bit and your counselor who unconditionally cares about you they go we understand and you start to realize and you see in their face that you're still a good person I think that was the hardest thing for me was really seeing I had all this toxicity inside of me and I was scared to let it out because I didn't know what other people would think about me because suddenly I wasn't perfect because I had spent my whole life creating this fake facade I had this outer exterior about me where I was perfect I had it all together I had all the clothes I had the house. I had everything. And outside, I looked perfect. I was talked good. I had great at my job. I was the best at everything. Everything looked great, except the inside of me was just yucky. It was toxic and it was broken. And I knew those things about me. And I thought if anybody ever knew who I truly was, they would reject me. So I spent my whole life being fake. And it wasn't until about two years ago, I started stopping being fake. And I started working on the inside. And I realized I had to change because being fake will crumble. And I crumbled, I completely fell apart. And it took me a long time. It took God a long time to show me to not be so scared. I remember um, one time he did show me something that in a spiritual way, he goes, you're born into this world a new creation because he had made me new. He goes, there's gonna be good and bad. And he goes, you have to love all of them because my love is the only thing that's gonna conquer over the bad. And that's where I learned to start loving people as they were and not to judge them for their negative behavior. Be honest, but still love them for who they are. So you guys, when we get bound by fear and that's what it's a bondage. When you get in bondage by fear and it mentally holds you down, it will crush you. It will keep you in place and it will keep you moving forward to where you truly belong. Every time I stopped in fear, I was dragging my feet to get to this point of inner happiness. And I still have my moments of like where it still comes up and I get triggered. But I allow God to work those things out of me and I keep moving forward and I keep facing my fears. I'm facing fears this week that are scary. And they bring a lot of anxiety. Like yesterday, I was almost suffocated by the anxiety. And I don't know why, like I shouldn't be, but it's just, it's that fear. I allow it to create that. So by leaning onto God, um, he calls me, he brings this inner peace um, over me and I'm able just to keep pushing forward uh, the best I can. One moment, Vincent.
your breakfast is right there. Okay. Um, so you guys, when we ask God, God, and how I say it is, you know, when I was having that moment yesterday, this is how I said it to God. I go, um, God, I'm scared. I go, I'm not going to lie. I'm honestly scared and I don't know why. And now like I go, I feel like I'm being suffocated and it's just, it's, it's suffocating me. Like I can't breathe. I can't breathe. God, like I'm talking that fast in my mind. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And he goes, you just need to be calm. And he put this blanket of peace over me and he goes, just do what I'm asking you to do, whether you have to fake it or not. <laughs> and just persevered through it. And once you start persevering through that anxiety, you guys, and you start going through it, and you start persevering, you start getting used to what you're doing and you realize it's not so scary and the anxiety isn't so strong. Like as the week progresses and I start facing this fear more and more and more, my anxiety will become less and less and less and I will become comfortable within this fear to where no longer will be a fear. I will have faced it and persevered through it. So that's how you persevere through fear. You keep facing it and facing it until you become comfortable with the anxiety to where it's no longer anxiety. And at the end of it, you realize you persevered through it. It builds your confidence. It builds that inner, mm, such a beautiful thing. I can't even, that so beautiful how God gets stuff to come out of me like that. Like right there, that whole explaining it, I've tried to explain it before and it never came out that clear. To persevere, persevere fear, you guys. You keep facing the fear and you keep going through it, whether you're scared or not. And you keep facing it. You keep facing it until you become comfortable within the anxiety and the fear. And pretty soon that fear and anxiety are no longer fear and anxiety. You're so used to it that you've persevered and conquered it. And now you're just comfortable facing it where it's no longer fear and anxiety and it's a victory. So you guys, what a beautiful thing. You know, God is, he is love. And, um, you know, when we lean on to him, he will take us through the good and the bad, but he wants to take us through the good too. Like God loves being there for the good too, not just the bad. So I'm going to end it right now. I'm actually going to end it with a verse. This is one of my favorites. I read it a lot. It comes from Romans chapter five and it starts at verse three. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. You guys, this speaks on the same thing. Like when we um, rejoice and we just keep going through it with God, like, God, thank you for being here. You're going to carry me through just like I did. I was like, thank you, God, for being here because I just can't do this alone. I would have given up a long time ago. He, uh, he brings me through it and that's persevering through it. Perseverance builds character, character, hope, and hope does not disappoint because God has poured out his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. He has given it to us by Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross. We are able to have the Holy Spirit within us, you guys. The Holy Spirit within me now is because of what Jesus Christ did. And I am so grateful. Thank you, Jesus. So you guys, I'm gonna end it right now. I gotta say a morning breakfast prayer with my children for the beginning of school. I wanna take a first day of school picture. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. If it's your first day of school, has been or is coming up, 
build your kids' confidence. Do this. It's an exciting moment. It's the beginning of a new year. Make it a beautiful, wonderful, exciting thing, you guys. I love you. God bless. We're starting to.